Welcome to your go-to source for entertainment. Wait for it? Gaming? Wait for it? Anime? Plus Ultra! Mr. Eric Almighty and Phil the Filipino? Yeah, they've got you covered. And all you gotta do is wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast. Welcome back to the Wait For It Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Mr. Eric Almighty. And for today's episode, I'm going to be honest with you. I wasn't 100% sure that I'd even watch this film in theaters a few days ago. After the successful release and reception of Dragon Ball Super Broly and loving it myself in theaters when it came out, you'd think I'd be eager to see another one of these in theaters. But with the change in animation, the switch in focus to anyone not named Goku or Vegeta, and some personal conflicts prevented this once diehard, now casual Dragon Ball fan from making the leap to go see it on opening weekend. And I, until a few days ago, fully intended to wait until a DVD or streaming release. But while we've had a lot of great things planned for September, we ended up having an open slot for the first episode of the month. And this past weekend, was $3 movies at Cinemark Theaters. So I took the leap and consumed way too much soda and popcorn from start to finish. But I'm really glad I made this decision, and I'm excited to tell you why in this review of Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Now, before we get too far into this, some housekeeping items. This is not going to be a full-on spoiler review, but it's not exactly gonna be spoiler-free, as I'm gonna speak pretty freely about the movie based on, you know, what news has been floated out there, and even some updated promotional changes for the film that hover around spoiling certain things that happen. If you aren't already a fan of the series, and at least watch the original Cell Saga of Dragon Ball Z, despite how much this movie does a decent job at recapping the events, you may feel pretty lost. As someone who has just the basics down-packed about Dragon Ball Super, I didn't feel that that current stage of the anime was as important as knowing what happened back in the day with these characters. I do still think it's a great time, but not as easy for a casual audience member to get into, unlike the Broly film, which I thought was a much easier transition. If that's the case, don't worry, we have something here for everyone at the Wait For It podcast, so take a peek at our extensive library and press play on another one. And with all that being said, let's jump into a quick synopsis of the film. The Red Ribbon Army was once destroyed by Son Goku. Individuals who carry on its spirit have created the ultimate androids, Gamma 1 and Gamma 2. However, these two androids call themselves superheroes and start attacking Piccolo and Gohan. As with many of our reviews on the podcast, we're going to stick with the standard formula. I'm going to go over likes of the film, what I didn't like, and then I'm going to jump into my final thoughts and give it a grade. And you know, let's just kick it off with the elephant in the room. Dragon Ball has moved on from the 2D art in favor of 3D animation, and a lot of people have complained about this change. And yes, for those of you that watched Broly, there were some 3D elements, but not to this degree. And I'm going to keep it real with you. It was good. Not great. Not amazing. But good. Which is a win in my eyes, because... It wasn't as much of a change to my experience as I really thought. At times, it looked really nice, in fact. Is it my preference, though? 
No, that hasn't changed. Does it look more like the video game cutscenes from this series? Yeah, it, it does. A little bit more cartoonish, too. But I love those cutscenes in many of the games. The fluid motion, some of the camera work, there are things to like here. I still wish we didn't make this change, and I don't really see the need for it. But am I willing to stop watching Dragon Ball because of it? No. No, I'm not. And Superhero is another example of why this series has really found a new sense of energy by releasing movies in theaters. It's a really fun experience if you're a fan of the series, and it is much more digestible to watch than what they got going on right now in the manga or the anime. And it seems the studio in charge of this is fully aware, as there's reports that we might be getting more movies every two to three years. That is exciting news to many, especially to those like me who were impacted by this franchise at such a young age, but have been somewhat distant from any recent development since the end of the Majin Buu saga. While it's not perfect, this movie does do a good job with its smaller scale setting. Yes, the world is still in danger, but we're watching the best father-son duo in Piccolo and Gohan, and these two characters are usually sidelined quite early, or not present at all, in much bigger conflicts. So getting to see the two of them in action was really cool, and the movie does a great job with nostalgia to make you remember that most, if not all of us, love their relationship. The movie acknowledges that we are all disappointed with these characters' treatment, and especially Gohan. So while we can't get away from not having Goku and Vegeta being in the trailers, in the promo art, and being in the movie for a little bit doing their own thing, they don't take up as much screen time as I thought they would, which was beneficial for this story. And we get to spend time with Pan, a character I don't remember caring much about, but I loved her in this. Her dynamic with Piccolo was great, really playing off of what we've seen from him in that role in the past. It was also great how Piccolo calls out Gohan for things like not being present as a father, which is very, very ironic. And before we transition to dislikes, Dragon Ball is just one of the many iconic franchises that demand really, really good merch. But they're not the only ones. You've got Pokemon, Spirited Away, and so many other great franchises out there. So I'd like to take a moment to tell you guys about a great offer you might be interested in with a friend of the podcast, Joanne. She's an extremely talented artist who sells prints, stickers, charms, and much more. If you want to grab a one-of-a-kind art print or maybe snag a sticker of your favorite anime character, her unique design makes her work not only worth the time to look at, but also worth adding some items to your cart. That's not all, though. Exclusive to the listeners of the Wait For It podcast, you can head on over to joyannmg.com or just hit the link in the show notes and use our code WAITFORIT15 to get 15% off anything in the shop. This is a great way to support local artists while getting some really special merch. Now, it's not all great for a superhero, and that smaller scale that we talked about earlier, it does bring the story a step down from what we may have been feeling while watching the story of Broly. And it's an unfortunate comparison to continue to have to make, but everything just simply feels smaller. The fights, the stakes, and even the transformations we get in this film. You get to see Gohan Beast and Orange Piccolo. A lot of us have probably seen the screenshots, and again, uh, not bad. Uh, and I love the finishing move that Gohan does at the end. Really love that. But it just didn't feel like this was a really big event. 
And that's with the return of a Jero, two new androids, which I loved Gamma 1 and 2 personally. And then Cell Max, who serves his purpose as the rampaging, strong, uncontrollable final boss. But while we do get a sacrifice in the movie, it's not one of the core characters you know and love. So basically, there's no consequences. Everyone walks out with just a few scratches on him. And I bring this up freely because it is an anime movie after all. So sometimes, even if they're canon, there's never a real threat to changing the formula. Characters you love on the big screen, doing things you love them doing is what we went there for. So it's a pointless criticism, I'm sure, but a criticism nonetheless. And part of this has to do with the Red Ribbon Army never really feeling like a real threat to our heroes. We briefly get to see many other familiar faces like Gotenks and Trunks, Bulma, Krillin and 18, but it's not like anyone is getting any growth here outside of Gohan, Piccolo, and to a point, Pan. So if we're being honest here, this whole movie really is just about Piccolo manipulating everyone so Gohan gets his power up, which is a bold move, but one that doesn't quite work for me, because if we're continuing to be honest, all this movie really did in the grand scheme of things was relaunch Gohan back into being a top tier B character that he was at the end of the Cell Saga, with the tease of his potential to join A-listers like Goku and Vegeta. Now listen, I have a lot of nitpicky gripes with this movie. You're not getting a masterpiece with any of these films, and an argument can be made that the Dragon Ball films, like the My Hero films, and many other examples, are barely even great anime movies. But there continues to be an audience for this, and I'm a part of that group, whether I like it or not. Seeing these characters on the big screen that you've grown to love will, I don't think, ever get old. Nothing more or less is really needed to have a good time here. And there is some heart in this film with Gohan and Piccolo's relationship. And while the smaller scale conflict doesn't help elevate the movie at all, its use of nostalgia helps make this, at worst, just a fun experience. And guys, I really hope that you enjoyed this review. If you did, you might like the latest and likely upcoming episode of Intro to Anime. Last month, we released a live recording from our booth at Bull Maxuri here in Jacksonville, asking about people's favorite animes and hot takes. And we plan to do something similar here very soon at our booth at Ocala Comic Con, which is taking place on September 17th and 18th. So make sure to stop by and say hello. If you want to hit us up on social media, you can find us at Wait For It Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, at Wait For It Pod on Twitter. And remember, you can find us streaming wherever you're listening to your favorite podcast now. That includes Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Amazon Music, and many, many more. My name is Mr. Eric Almighty, and please don't forget, we release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. And all you have to do is wait for it. So... I heard you're looking for a go-to source for entertainment. Wait for it? Gaming? Wait for it? Anime? Plus Ultra! Mr. Eric Almighty and Phil the Filipino? Yeah, they've got you covered. And all you gotta do is... Wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast.